Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, what's going on? Oh, nothing much, man. Nothing much. Uh, have you ever just wanted to book a one-way ticket to Thailand? <laughs> Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury style? Yeah. <laughs> God only knows what he's doing over there. I, who? I'm not going to. I don't want to know. I really don't want to know. Uh, but you, you can imagine that, uh, you know, Brandon Staley might be uh, booking a one way ticket to Thailand and any day now as well. <laughs> What's up, Sex Panther? Panther? Yeah. All right. Uh, we hey, fumbled that just... one. We, fu- we fumbled that one. It's OK. <laughs> so we saw we saw a lot of fumbles in football this weekend. So we, we had to fumble the intro. Yeah. Uh, turn- turnovers were a theme and blown leads were a theme. But uh yeah, I'm sure we've got plenty to talk about rehashing what happened over the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. And the NFL, I, you know, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I feel like they may have finally got something right. I, I don't get to watch it, but playoff Monday night football, like we're looking forward to that, right? I, th- I think so. I think, I th- you know, it's it's kind of weird though, right? Because, I mean, these the winner of this uh, game would play Sunday, so it just it's kind of a disadvantage for them, uh, especially if they you know if they uh, end up. I mean, seating wise, I, I I don't think they'll end up playing a team that's on Saturday. It just could be weird that you have Saturday and Monday that you can have a team that has more rest than the other team. So um, we'll see. It's I'm excited though. Yeah, it's it's great to have Monday night football. Uh, for the playoffs, and it's great to have Saturday football for the fucking playoffs too. It's it's a week a long weekend, and today is, of course, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So you know you're going to have lots of uh, NBA as well, mm-hmm. uh, and so lots lots of sports on this extended weekend. Uh, re- really great, um, Panther. I I really I got nothing for the opening, uh, but you said that you got your questions, so. You can take lead. It's all you. Like you. You always complain that I fucking talk and steal your thunder and steal your questions and see, you know, just ramble and ramble and ramble and keep going for minutes and minutes and don't give you a fucking chance to talk. And you know, I just keep going and going and I never fucking like, let you speak. But here it is. Here's your opportunity right now, Panther. You can take lead of the show and I will shut up <laughs> and I, I will let you talk. 
<laughs> uh, it was like the micro machine guy from the from the eighties. Uh, yeah, you know, we had a lot happen over the weekend. I guess we'll right out of the gate we'll address the elephant in the room, and that is Brandon Staley. And uh, you know, hey, is he going to have a job by probably tomorrow or the end of the week? And two, do we pin that on him? A twenty-seven nothing lead. The defense gave up. You know, all those points. The offense stopped scoring. A lot happened in that game. Is and if Brandon Staley is gone, what's the alternative? Is Sean Payton coming to LA? Where, where are we going with this, guys? Max, I know you you've been on the Sean Payton train for a minute that he's going to LA. McVay's not leaving. Is this his job? No, no. I I, I honestly think that uh, Brandon Staley keeps his job. Uh, I I I know that pundits and you know fucking the fans can shout as much as they want about getting rid of Brandon Staley. He's 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 a coach that I think is worth keeping for at least another year, and and I think he's a guy that learns from his mistakes. Uh, I mean, McVeigh didn't fucking fire on all cylinders, you know, right off the bat. He he made his fair share of mistakes as well until he fucking figured it all out. The this uh you know the Shanahan tree or the McVeigh tree now with with you know Staley and and Zach Taylor um and even Kevin O'Connell over in Minnesota, uh, these guys have a a high ceiling. And I think it would be foolish for the Chargers to cut ties, uh, e- even for uh, even for Sean Payton at this point in time, because uh, I don't know. Listen, I you know I I don't know what Sean Payton's going to have left mentally or left in the tank, or if he's going to you know really come going to be that Sean Payton from you know a few years ago. I mean, this is a guy that did get burned out in in in, in you know New Orleans, and a guy that. Uh, basically gave up once Drew Brees retired. So mentally, you got to see where you know Peyton's at. Uh, from what I understand, is the Denver job is Peyton's if he wants it. So uh, I don't know if he's going to want. Uh, I mean, I'd probably take Justin Herbert over uh, <laughs> over Russell Wilson. Uh, my gut feeling is the locker room stands behind uh, Staley. I think you do have to pin some of that on Staley. Absolutely. Um, you know what I saw uh, to parallel, and maybe I'm stealing some thunder if you're going to talk about Brian Dabble in one of your next questions. Um, I saw a guy that had a lead and kept fucking going for it in Brian Dabble. And I saw a guy in Brandon Staley that had a lead and was okay with blowing that lead. And that's the difference between head coaches for me. So I do think Staley should take some of that blame there. Uh, he's a defensive guy. He was the fucking defensive guy on the Rams. He should he should know better. He should know better than playing fucking prevent defense. He should know better than not going for the fucking kill on offense. Um, this is an aggressive guy that I saw a four and two, a fourth and two, and they were up by twenty, and he didn't go for it, and that's foolish. Put the fucking foot on the jugular. Keep the goddamn foot on it and run with it. Uh, that said, I, I I think he keeps his job. Yeah, I think you're right. I think he does keep his job. Whether he should keep his job, I don't know about. Uh, I'm not going to pin a uh, pin this game on him and say, see, see, he should be fired. I, I, all the decisions that led you to be in this position is what should cause him to be fired. I really question his ability to analyze uh, risk and reward here. You talked about it on the Sunday show with, with uh, Saxy about the Raiders game last season. How do you not read the temperature of the room in that one? How do you not see what's going on? How do you start your starters and come up with the most limp dick excuses uh, two weeks ago? You put yourself in this position. 
boy, you could have used a little, just a little bit more offense. But as far as the actual game, it's not his fault. It was a, just a crazy, crazy game. He probably should have been a little bit more aggressive. You know, scoring three points in the second half is, uh, you know, suboptimal, as, uh, you know, as you like to say. But fuck. I mean, yeah, I'd get rid of him. Here's the, here's the thing, and I, I don't disagree with you. I, I don't think he should be a head coach. I think he's a great uh, assistant. I think he's a great, you know, uh, coordinator type guy. I, do, I don't think he should be a head coach in this league, but I do think that he should get one more year to demonstrate that. I think it's, it's you know, a, a team that uh, plays good enough behind him, and they, I think they should give him the benefit of the doubt here. But I agree that long term, you know, maybe, maybe they do just cut size. Uh, yep. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I had another point, but go ahead. Oh, no. I was just going to say, we're starting to see a bigger picture of Staley. You know, he loved going for it on fourth down, to, uh, mm-hmm. not this season, but last season. And he was actually more aggressive than what the analytics said. He would go for it even when the analytics said, yeah, you should probably punt here or you should mm-hmm. probably kick mm-hmm. a field goal. But he mm-hmm. kept doing it. It's now all of a sudden it's becoming like, is this a pattern? He cannot right. correctly analyze the risk reward situation mm-hmm. he's in. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally fucking agree. Uh, the other point to that game, though, is we talk about luck. We talk about variance. Yes, we talk about yes, these things. Yes. And that first half, luck bounced their way oh, way too many times. Yeah. You talk about those interceptions that uh, Trevor Lawrence threw. He threw four of them in the first half. I give him credit for one interception. Mm-hmm. Like one that he threw an interception. The rest of the, I mean, come on, fucking double tip balls and bouncing off of fucking receiver's shoulder pad and just like. Those things balance out over the course of the game. And when the real Trevor Lawrence was unfucking phased by that, by the way, and that's what I love about this kid, he fucking threw four interceptions and a lot of other lesser quarterbacks would have fucking shrunk down and melted down. And he's like, fuck it. We're still going to win this goddamn game. Like, I mean, you got to be impressed by that. The poison in, in, in the locker room at Peterson at halftime to basically say is like, we got them right where we want them. <laughs> You know, what fucking what balls on that guy to fucking say he's like, hey, listen, this is we just scored a touchdown to fucking close out this half. We got them exactly where we want them. And he was right. He's like, that's how momentum shifts. That's how you can get a fucking team to say if we, you know, if we got the goose egg, if if we're fucking being destroyed, you know, it's it's less of a fucking thing that you can run out of this locker room. But it's like we showed we showed that if if, if they can bleed, we can kill it. And that's yeah. what they did in that game. You guys really mentioned everything that happened. They, the, the Chargers were very lucky because they end up with 27 points off of four turnovers. So they've got, you know, short field and they got all those benefits of some bad luck for the Jaguars. But when you look at the, the entirety of the game, the Jaguars completely outplayed them. And you, you start to think, well, hey, if they didn't have all those turnovers, like how bad would the Chargers actually been ran out of that building? Um, which kind of piggybacking off of that game, I know. You know, you've been very, very high on Brian Dabble, Max, uh, you know, coach of the year. But listen, I, Doug Peterson's got to be in the conversation. I mean, what he's done this year with that team that was an absolute shit show last year, how he's been the quarterback guru for Trevor Lawrence. I mean, this is the right guy in the right spot, right? Oh yeah, I listen. I I, th- I think he, Peterson has to possibly be the uh, the other coach of the year uh, nominee. Uh, there's there's a lot, listen. There's a lot of guys that did uh, a sensational job. You you can't even leave fucking uh, Pete Carroll out of the conversation, right? And you know, uh, even even Sirianni with the turnaround that he had for this uh, Eagles team, though I, I give him the, the the building blocks were there. They just built upon that. Brian Dabble, I gotta say they they brought in two free agents this year. 
One of them was a backup quarterback. This is essentially the same team that had, what, four wins last year? He is getting the most out of nothing. Absolutely nothing. The Jaguars, they spent, they spent in the offseason. They, you know, they, they, they tried to build this thing around uh, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, they've got, you know, the number one draft pick. You know, uh, the, I, I think Peterson has a lot more to work with than Dabble. Uh, I, I think, you know, in a Cinderella fashion, you know, uh, eventually the fucking pumpkin's going to, you know, turn, you know, the, the carriage is going to turn back into a pumpkin for the Giants and, you know, they might get a reality check. But fucking A, man, they looked determined yesterday that's the word i say and that's that comes all from dabble and man the one guy from the belichick tree that reminds me the most of belichick is this guy is this guy but it's also is because he was removed from belichick he didn't come right from belichick right he can't, he played in buffalo and he you see what they he did with josh allen and you can't tell me that you're not seeing glimpses glimpses of this from uh danny dimes right now you're starting to see the seeds. So, like, man, if he if if Dabble would have had uh, dimes from fucking day one, I think you'd see a much much better quarterback than you do out there. And you're starting to see the confidence and seeing the progression from uh, uh you know uh, D- Jones out there. And it's I think that's all on Dabble. Hundred percent, hundred percent agree with you. Dabble is the coach of the year to take this absolute just trash heap of of talent and man just keep winning somehow, some way. And, you know, Daniel Jones is good. I think he's maximizing Daniel Jones. I would just, they're worlds apart between Trevor Lawrence and Daniel Jones. Worlds apart. I mean, Trevor Lawrence has it all. Daniel Jones, you just want him to just maximize it, be as efficient as possible. And goddamn, he is. The poor man's Josh Allen. I mean, his running ability really adds to what is, you know, mediocre yeah. average quarterback now if daniel right, jones got- would like start a fight with a nose tackle like uh josh allen then i'd be really like impressed yeah. <laughs> yeah you got my back right over you got my back right? <laughs> all right next question guys i don't know if you heard or saw we got some we got some locker room controversy going on in baltimore jk dobbins pretty much throwing his coach and quarterback under the bus um, basically, they didn't get the memo, run the fucking ball. Uh, it, when you're down there close going for a touchdown, the fourth down, you've got um, Tyler Tyler reaching over to try and get that touchdown, and he gets smacked out of his hand, fumble. Cincinnati runs it back for the go-ahead touchdown. Dobbins never touched the ball in four downs in, in that that close to the goal line. He's he wants the damn ball. He's pretty much calling out the play calling. And he came out and said, we're not losing that game if Lamar plays. Do We have problems in Baltimore. And will J.K. Dobbins be in Baltimore next year after essentially throwing Harbaugh and his quarterback under the bus? Yeah, we got problems in, in, in Baltimore and it's the head coach. And, and it's a fucking pattern. We talk about patterns. Uh, after the game, Harbaugh said it was the right call and poor execution. I fucking disagree. There was a lot of wrong calls, Harbaugh. And when you're that far away, I mean, that looked like it was three yards away and you're going for a fucking QB dive like that, like with the ball out. Like you, you do that when you're at the fucking like six inch line, not fucking three yards away. And absolutely, this is a team that built itself on running the fucking ball. And this is a team that I, I, I think, yeah, with Lamar out there. They probably could have beaten Cincinnati because, Arch, you called it, man. You started to see that variant starting to shift the other way in that game last night. And a, and a better Baltimore team beats the Bengals yesterday. Oh, yeah. 
Bengals lucky to get a backup quarterback, and they're lucky that Harbaugh just shit the bed once again with stupid play calling. This is a guy that he, he just he gets he gets his, he gets in his own way, and it's frustrating as shit because he can coach a game. I'd say ninety five percent the right way for fifty nine minutes, <laughs> but the five percent uh, the fucking five percent that he does wrong is catastrophically bad. Oh, I can't disagree. Art. Yeah, huddling. How about huddling up with a minute to go with two timeouts in your pockets and then bleeding like 25 seconds off the clock? Oh, my God. That was so frustrating. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's... Boy, his his mistakes seem, just seem to be magnified for some reason. Other coaches can get away with a mistake here or there, but his his missteps really seem to be magnified. I don't know why. He's just He's got bad luck. Uh, and just like the just like the Bengals drew it up, they were going to recover a fumble, score a touchdown, just like they drew it up. That was part of their game plan. Yeah, with the, like the fastest white defensive lineman they had running, like he didn't even give it to somebody faster. <laughs> oh, I love that. But uh, yeah, all, all kinds of problems in Baltimore. All right, last but not least, before we get out of here and get get to the uh, gambling side of the show, the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Skylar Thompson was horribly inefficient. 18 of 43. They threw the ball 43 times. They didn't run the ball all that effectively. They, the Dolphins did not play a very good game offensively. And yet, they lost that game by, what, a field goal? It's two of the guys. I mean, this is clearly a very good team that is probably a quarterback away. Is two of that quarterback is are they getting another quarterback are they drafting a quarterback miami's on the clock now what are they going to do about their quarterback situation i mean they said that two is coming back they say two is going to be the guy and i would be okay with backing that up based off of what i saw from Tua this season if his brains weren't fucking scrambled like i i really like i've seen what concussions can do to a player i've seen what concussions can do to an athlete it's it, it affects your decision making. It affects your ability to run uh, plays quick enough, um, and, and just in general, your your overall judgment. And you, you get a little shell shocked out there because you're worried that the next hit's going to end your career. So, from what I saw from Tua, um, I I do think that he is capable athletically of being a good quarterback in this league. Uh, but I, I personally, if I'm the Dolphins, I try to move on. I, tr- I try to bring in a, a different quarterback that's going to be that missing piece because uh, offensive, you know, I like Mike McDaniel. I think he can uh, coach a game really well offensively. He gets a lot out of his players, much like Shanahan, uh, right? Maybe they need Brock Purdy. Uh, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe they'll trade for Trey Lance. Who knows? Uh, I'll tell you this, though. I, I think offensively, they, they can get things done. Defensively, this team's a shell of what it was under Flores. That's for fucking sure. Um, uh, and for Buffalo, I mean, my biggest takeaway from Buffalo is uh, they, they, they can't make that many mistakes if they uh, want to win a Super Bowl this year. They, they've got to play more controlled uh, football. They've got to be more disciplined out there. Buffalo did not play a very good game, and they're lucky to have come out with a win. Uh, division games are weird. We know that. So now they get their opportunity next week to, to get the play, the game, play the game that was, was unplayed, right? They get that finally on the books. That's what the NFL wants, and that's you know what's going to determine uh, who goes into the uh, AFC championship. 
they will not be able to survive the Bengals if they don't play a better game of football than they played yesterday. Oh, yeah. That's like Buffalo is always going for home runs, even when the situation maybe says you don't want to do it. And they're always pushing so hard. And sometimes I think it just bites them in the ass. Like there's 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 segments of the game where Buffalo looks absolutely unbeatable and then they shoot themselves in the foot. I don't know. Is, is this still Josh Allen's elbow? Are we going to chalk it up to that or, you know, or, or is this, are they just, do they need to relax a little bit and maybe just take you know, smaller gains here and there instead of just always, just always lobbing haymakers? I think they're under a lot of pressure. Um, you know, I don't know how big that window is and when it starts to shrink, obviously Josh Allen's still a young quarterback, but this is a team that's built for now. And I feel like they almost play with a magnifying glass that, hey, we've got to get that home run. we got to beat. It's Miami with their third-string quarterback. we got this two-touchdown, you know, we're favorite. We're, we're supposed to beat the snot out of them. And they, I, I don't know if they just overthink it or what they're doing, but, you know, Josh Allen had two interceptions. Um, they don't, they're not running the ball all that effectively. And uh, he's got a little bit of a tunnel vision, you know, for, for Diggs. So, um, I, they need to spread the ball around a little bit more. And that defense, I, I, listen, you guys might disagree, but I don't think that defense is near as good as the perception is about Buffalo's defense. They get scored on and get scored on a lot by not very good teams. I saw the uh, opening line for the Cincinnati games at 50. Those two teams are going to score. I think I love the over the 50 and a half on that game. Yeah, that, that, the defense is is good. Uh, it's it's not San Francisco good, right? I mean, uh, I think I'd even argue that it might not even be Kansas City good. Um, so uh, to to me, Buffalo has to play not a perfect game, but they have to play their best game if they want to get out of the AFC right now. Because I'm looking around and I'm seeing it's like, man, um, the 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 Chiefs are the team to beat in the AFC, in in my opinion. And and if the Chiefs can afford to make some mistakes and go for have some risks, uh, they're at least a return of investment on those risks. Um, I think Buffalo is making mistakes out there, not taking risks, and that's a difference. You can take a risk if you, you trust in your team and trust in your quarterback and trust in your defense and trust in all that stuff to allow for that risk to uh, pay off. Buffalo is just making mistakes out there, and you're not going to win the AFC if you keep making those mistakes. All right, there it is. We should probably take a breather. Let's take a break. Let's talk about the book club. Yes, uh, guys listening live right now to this talking about the, the NFL playoffs. I can't believe the fucking season's moved on this fast, but here we are talking NFL playoffs. I had pretty good uh, weekend sports betting, especially uh, took some money lines. I took the Jaguars on the money line. And, you know, Some of these guys bet the Jaguars money line <laughs> live. And we were talking about it in the in, in the book club. And so you could be a part of this. All you got to do is go to thedgens.net or everyonehateswens.com. And you can sign up now for three free days. After that, it's only $25 a month. And you can get access to all these conversations, all these sports picks, all this, all this value that's being dropped in knowledge. It's just – it's truly amazing. And the best part is like NASCAR is only a couple weeks away. So you can fucking tap into that earlier than anyone else is – even even Sportsline, CBS Sportsline. Listen, we got them. We got these guys first. You guys got them second. We're going to see this shit first. If you book it over to the book club. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. 
That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. All right, Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football, we do have a game. That is correct. Uh, amazing. Uh, listen, I, you know, the, the, you know, the playoffs give a team a chance to kind of clean the regular season slate, right? To kind of restart, reboot <laughs> their season. And I, I think Tampa Bay is looking forward to that, right? You know, they, they finished a sub-500 year. And they got the benefit of winning their division, getting into this dance. Now, you, let's look at that offense. Let's talk about the offense because that's the biggest fucking elephant in the room right now. They lack both explosiveness and consistency. 
And then no, let's talk about their defense. Their defense is, is a shell of what it used to be. They, they talk about they won the Super Bowl, what, two years ago? That defense is not nearly as good as that defense that won the Super Bowl two years ago. Their quarterback is just looked worn down for most of the year. And whether it was mishandling of his retirement, his public divorce, or the fact that he's now swimming in so much fucking poon that is draining his fucking TB12 life force from him, he's looked mortal. He's looked mortal for most of this year. Yet, despite that, the specter remains each week i found myself doubting that the bucks could lose a game because tom tom has proven time and time again he's proven us wrong so many times before let's rewind eight years guys eight years ago i came across some articles and some fucking blogs saying tom brady's washed up tom brady is done tom brady needs to retire eight years ago i came across an article that said that since then he went to five super bowls won four of them so this is why we can't bury him 100%. <laughs> we just can't. As bad as he looks out there, we can't bury him. On the other side of the field, it's going to be a Dallas team. They've, they had a good season. They had a good season. And they had a good season with their quarterback playing one of the worst seasons of his career. Now, uh, Cowboys going to look to be relevant for the first time in, what, 25 years, we'll say? And a deep playoff run could just do that. But man, talk about trust issues. Talk about trust issues with the team. You can't trust their quarterback not to make selfish decisions. You can't trust their coach not to make the wrong decision. And you can't trust their fucking owner, whose obsession with winning, with him as the general manager, probably has cost them a championship or two over this 25-year span. Yet, despite all that, I think that they can still win this game. Dallas has done really well with bouncing back after a loss. And last week was an embarrassing fucking loss. Playing your starters, losing to a division rival who started a a rookie third string quarterback is just terrible. I think they're going to be focused this week. I I think McCarthy is going to do his best to tune out the fucking uh, Sean Payton shatter. I think he, he knows his owner's got his back if he can win this one. I, I think that they're going to get the losing out of their system until next week. $50 bet on the Cowboys. I think they get it done. You know, from a betting perspective and looking what happened over the weekend, uh, four of the five home teams won. Four of the five underdogs won outright or covered. And the only one that, could, that did take care of business essentially was San Francisco. The Giants were the one road team that actually won outright. So you're looking at the home home field advantage. Does that play a factor in the playoffs? Yes, I think it does. Um, but at the end of the day, I cannot get past the 17-game season that we watched Tampa Bay play. Are they going to get it right? Are they going to – Tom Brady's going to come together. It's Tom fucking Brady. It, this is Tampa Bay. They're going to come together and get it right. They never did. They, they limped their way into the playoffs in an incredibly horrible division. Dallas – Whatever we think of Dallas, I just still think night and day their offensive upside is significantly better than Tampa Bay's. I hate it, but I'm taking Dallas. I'm laying the two and a half and putting 50 bucks on the Cowboys. Mm, mm. I'm leaning Dallas. I'll just say that from the jump. I just I can't quite get there. Man, this is should be a really close, exciting game by all indications. This looks like it's going to be great. Uh uh, yeah, you're right though. The, as bad as Dak has played, 
That just worries me. Tom Brady's actually played a little bit better than Dak on the season. That's worrisome. And I just can't get over my McCarthy bias. I just, I cannot. So, yeah, I'm going to lean Dallas here. Although, you know, the two and a half definitely paid off in uh, Jacksonville. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that does worry me. Two and a half is always weird. We'll see if two two and a halves can hit with the, with the public and the money both on the plus two and a halves. So this will be interesting. Right. Yeah, I, I think that's that's the other thing, too, is perception, right? My, my perception was going into the – when we're talking about it without having lines, without seeing anything, my perception was I'm probably going to end up betting Tampa. I'm probably going to – I think Tampa is going to win. As After I ran my numbers, after I just you know saw this weekend play out, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm entrenched on the fucking Cowboys for some goddamn reason. Yeah. Would I be shocked if they fucked this one up? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, but I, I, I do, I do think they that they uh, get this, and it's just a shame that we're not. You know, maybe we, maybe we can get it in the uh, the, the NFC Championship. I doubt it. I, I don't know if Dallas can get past San Francisco. But it's just a shame that we we won't see uh, actually fully healthy Cowboys uh, uh, Eagles all season. That's a shame, right? Because we are all clamoring for that, right? We all want to see the the fully healthy teams play each other. Um, but instead, we'll we'll get Niners Giants in in the. <laughs> that's probably that's probably the end of Dabble's magic run. <laughs> well, if you well, have to play, if you have to play the Forty Niners, uh, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's uh, since the Giants won. Um, Philadelphia's getting the winner of this game, so we'll get Philly Dallas next week if Dallas wins. No, no, they get the Giants lowest seed. Giants Giants is the lowest seed. Philly, Philly I, take the I, lowest seed. I swore I saw it on, no, on to Philadelphia. Yeah, they're, the Giants are coming back home, going on to Philadelphia. That's a guarantee. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, let's the Seahawks find a way to win somehow. <laughs> Almost at halftime. Halftime. <laughs> the halftime winners. Yeah. Yeah, the lowest seed goes to the number one seed. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. That's the one that's set. It's the 49ers that get the winner. Yeah, so listen. The Seahawks are probably the only team that lost this this weekend that shouldn't feel bad. You know, they 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 played above their heads the entire fucking season. They held their own for a half of fucking football against the dominant team. And yeah, the second half, the, the Niners ran away with it. It's the only team I can feel like leaves this this weekend saying, ah, you know what? We had a good year. <laughs> You know Minnesota don't fucking feel good. You know the Chargers don't fucking feel good. Uh, you, you know the the Bengals, uh, I, the, the Ravens don't fucking feel good. You know Miami doesn't feel good because they were right in those games and they could have had a chance to fucking win those games. And they were playing with their third string quarterbacks or second string quarterbacks or whatever. It's almost an easier pill to swallow when you lose by you know eighteen than in, in, yeah, than three. Yeah. Absolutely. You know I I totally agree. It's like listen, you know that was they knew that they were playing above their heads this season, so. Anyway, NBA, um, NBA. Uh, let's let's be quick here. We're already 30 minutes into a show. I'm going to start off Indiana, Milwaukee and talk about a team I've had to just I can't get right. And that's the fucking Indiana Pacers. Now they've, they're into this game. Losers of three in a row, eight and 12 on the road this year and missing arguably their best player with Tyrese Halliburton being out. However, they are my bet today because Milwaukee has been struggling as of late as well. I, th- I think Milwaukee will get the win today, but this is too many points here. Ten dollar bet on the Pacers. Well, it's not arguable. Halliburton is easily their best player. But Miles Turner, Buddy Heald, and crew have have been good. And T.J. McConnell has stepped in for Halliburton and played 
pretty decent. The problem with Milwaukee is we don't know what we're getting one day or another. You don't even know if a healthy Giannis is going to play. He was a scratch uh, over the weekend. It's just so hard to predict what this Bucks team is going to do. But with 10 and a half points, I have to take the Pacers. So give me 10 bucks on the Pacers. Does it scare you off that it's only 10 now? Uh, Vegas agrees. Oh boy, can't scare him off. It's a kiss of death on the Pacers. Panther, <laughs> <laughs> you're only getting nine and a half. You sure you want to do it? <laughs> Vegas really agrees. <laughs> now Giannis is out. <laughs> uh, yeah, kiss of death. Ten bucks on the Pacers. All right, and I believe this is where kiss of deaths uh, end. I'm going to move on to Cleveland, where the uh, Pelicans are in town, and the Cavs are back home. After once again having an up and down road trip, that has been their MO all season. They play eh, on the road and then they're nearly unbeatable at home. New Orleans, they've dropped off because of key injuries. Uh, you know, when they were healthy, they looked like a playoff contender in the West. They were the top seed in the West for a while. But no Ingram, no Zion. This team is still capable of beating the crap teams out there, but not staying competitive with the above 500 teams. I think Cleveland gets it done today. I think Cleveland covers $10 bet on the Cavs. You know, I I don't know why I I wanted Cleveland. I really but this game just gave me the heebie-jeebies, and I, I I don't know why. Some of the Cleveland's games, even some of their recent home games, have been close. I almost feel like this is a, could be a potential letdown game. They're coming off the road, off a long road trip. I don't know. Something just spooked me off this game, so I'm just gonna lean. Cleveland minus that six and a half. It gave me the heebie-jeebies too, and I love it when I get the heebie-jeebies. I'm taking the Pelicans plus a six and a half for ten bucks. This something smells. Something smells. This feels like this feels like an upset coming. All right. Well, me and Arch on opposite sides. We'll see how that works out for us. Uh, last one up for me. Uh, Grizzlies. They've won nine games in a row, and there's no reason to think that it won't be ten after today. Uh, Memphis eighteen and three at home this year, welcoming a Suns team that is seven and sixteen on the road. Phoenix absolutely reeling from injuries as well. They're entering this game with just two wins since December twentieth. One of those happened to be a December twenty seventh win over the Grizzlies. In Memphis, it is one of Memphis's three home losses this year. I think the Grizzlies are going to remember that one. I think they're going to come out and show that it was absolutely a fucking fluke. $10 bet on Memphis. I think they cover this one. I don't know if the, the line was too big or there just wasn't a line. When I looked this morning, I was missing a bunch of lines. So I actually only have one game. Um, but I, I'm leaning Memphis at home, but I wasn't on this game. You know, I'm jumping on this with you 100%. I agree with everything you said. I think Memphis absolutely <laughs> punishes them. Uh, yeah, I think they cover the 10 and a half. I'm going to put my 10 bucks there. All right. Well, that's it for me, Panther. You're done, right? I'm done. That's, that was it. One game for me. Okay. Uh, one more <clears throat> real quick. Toronto is on the road to New York, and they're catching plus two and a half. And... Uh, I was doing all right fading Toronto, but I, now I think it's time to start buying Toronto just mm-hmm. a little bit. I, I mm-hmm. think they're turning a corner here. I want a piece of the Raptors plus two and a half for 10 bucks. It's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. It's a little bit of uh, you know buying the Toronto Raptors on uh, what appears to be an upswing and selling on the Knicks on a little bit of a downswing to me. Uh, I saw this a three. I love the three, but two and a half, not as much, but I'll still lean Toronto with you. Moral support. No, I like the way the Knicks have been playing. R.J. Barrett's been playing really well. Uh, Jalen Brunson's been the guy that I think they wanted to get to help Julius Randle out. But you're right. The way Toronto's playing right now, it almost gives you hope that maybe this is a, a playoff 
you know, even maybe championship caliber team is still missing that a lister that Max talked about a week or so ago, but from a depth perspective, they're way deeper than the Knicks are. I like Toronto, just not enough to bet them on the road. I'll lean the Raptors. All right. That's all I got. Hockey. All right. Uh, yeah. Pretty big slate of hockey today. You know, the, the NHL loves to celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Um, Florida Panthers, that's Buffalo Sabres. Uh, Buffalo has struggled a bit at home this season, but the Panthers are going to be a welcoming sight. Uh, Florida just 9-14-1 on the road this year. Their offense has been struggling for, I'd say, most of this season, while the Sabres continue to just put up goals. Uh, I don't think offense is uh, you know, going to be a problem for uh, Buffalo. It's, it's always their goaltending that you're kind of concerned about, but man, uh, Panthers not... Uh, getting a lot out of their goaltending either. Bobrovsky, if he played his best, maybe they can recover from their offensive lows, but he's, he's just not. Uh, Florida's a beatable team, and I think a plus line at home, going to take it. $12 bet on Buffalo. Uh, lean Buffalo, like that plus line, but I was on three other games. I couldn't do a fourth, so I'll lean the Bulls, the Bills, the Sabres, whatever they are. All right. Uh, moving on, uh, Tampa Bay, Seattle. Uh, you know, Seattle coming into this game is one of the, if not hockey's hottest team. Uh, the issue here is they're coming home where they're less effective for some reason this year. Tampa, they've won three games in a row and now they've struggled a bit on the road as well. But listen, man, I like them in this one. Uh, Seattle defense has the potential to really shit the bed. So all Vasilevsky has to do is just keep control here, and I think Tampa can break the Kraken's win streak here. So uh, $12 bet on the Lightning. Coin flip game to me. I mean, you kind of lean Seattle because they're at home and, and they're at that big winning streak, but all things have to come to an end. If Tampa Bay is just the kind of team to end that winning streak, I couldn't get to a side. I'll lean Tampa, but another game I wasn't on. All right, last one up for me. It's the Calgary Flames and the Nashville Predators. Uh, Calgary, they've won uh, two in a row. That puts them two games above 500 on the road this year. Prior to that, they lost two overtime road games. And I'm not a math guy, but two plus two in this game would be their fifth straight road game, which is a spot I usually try to avoid when betting a team. I don't like when they're on long road, road stretches, but... It's the fucking Predators, man. It's, a, you know, it's the fucking Predators. Their <laughs> offense uh, just can't do anything out there. And it's a damn shame because Saris's good season is just being wasted. Uh, it's kind of reminiscent. You know, listen, I'm a Mets fan. I know what it's like when, when you get fucking DeGrom starting and the offense does shit. And that's what I see. Saris is good. That offense does nothing out there. I think Nashville can keep this close, but ultimately Calgary's got a very aggressive offense and their goaltending is good enough as well. So a $12 bet on the Flames. I don't like the way either one of these teams have been playing, so I I couldn't even get to a side. Um, lean Nashville, but God, I don't know if I'll bet Nashville the rest of the season. Well, this is crazy. I have bet three, and you're not on any of those games, and you said you have three, so we're talking six fucking hockey games today. Nuts. I don't even know names. I just know teams and stats and that and lines, and that's all I got. So I've got New Jersey at San Jose, even on the road, New Jersey's the better team. Minus 170 seems fair, maybe a little bit, but I'm fine with it. Give me the Devils for 10 bucks. Yeah, moral support here. Uh, Devils kind of got a jolt, a uh, surprise jolt with uh, Mackenzie Blackwood back in, in, in goal. Uh, that was a, a pleasant surprise to see for them. 
Uh, this is a team that, you know, they went through their bad stretch and now they're kind of back on that upswing. I think New Jersey gets this done today. A lean on the Devils. Next game up, we'll talk about my Vegas Golden Knights. Got Dallas coming to town. Dallas, for the most part, has been a decent road team. But Vegas, I think they've kind of righted that little ship. They had a little hole where they kind of lost their way. But I think they're back and at home. Minus 125 feels like a value play. So I'll take the Golden Knights for 10 bucks. Yeah, more moral support here. And you're looking at the advanced metrics, you know, a week or two ago, a couple weeks ago, you kind of saw that Vegas was going to start, you know, getting right again. Uh, and I think that's going to be a good trend where you can probably ride them to some wins here. Uh, Dallas is a pesky team, though, and I, I don't want to just completely shrug them off. I do think Vegas gets a win today. I just couldn't get onto it. So a lean on the Golden Knights. Last game up, Ottawa coming to the Americas to take on the Blues. I know neither one of these teams are playing very well at all, but St. Louis is significantly better at home than Ottawa is on the road. I like the Blues, and it's only minus 110, so I'll put 10 bucks on St. Louis. Finally, some disagreement here. Hmm. I'm on the opposite side here. I kind of like Ottawa. I think Ottawa can get it done. Uh, you know, this is a, a a team that... It's actually surprising me, you know, like, a, you know, uh, they're, they're, they're should be the absolute worst team in the league and they're only like the fourth worst. So <laughs> yeah. uh, St. Louis is another team that came into the season. I, I had high expectations for them and for a while they looked like they were putting it together and then kind of fell off again. Uh, you know, they're, they're Colorado Avalanche bad right now. That's the St. Louis Blues. So I do worry about them. I'm, I'm going to lean the Senators. That's better to be than Ducks or Blackhawks, Pat. <laughs> Arch, I am finished. We have any comments to speak of? Uh, just talking about eating ass. Eating ass. Okay, well, what do we talk about today? We talked about <laughs> wildcard weekend in the NFL. What went right? What went wrong? Who's going to get fired out of this? Anybody? Nobody? Somebody? We'll see. And we also talked about the NBA, NHL, and Monday Night Football. That is it. That is it. Uh, just, just to let you guys know, is a Rory post a picture of pork butt in the barbecue channel over here in the Discord. So that's what we're talking about. We're definitely not talking about eating other ass. Actually, we would never talk about yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we actually are. Let us know anything about our picture picks. Anyways, picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, please highest rank, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, you gotta take us home. Uh, you, you double fuck the parlay. You, you, I double you, you, fuck you, the Bengals. Goddamn Bengals. Double fuck the parlay for us this weekend. Uh, let's see if you can uh, bounce back today. Uh, I'm going to take those Buffalo Sabres. I'm going to add a little plus line value to our fucking parlay today. Uh, Arch, what do you got? I'm taking Memphis minus the 10 and a half. Memphis minus 10 and a half. You know, once I saw Cincinnati drop to eight and a half, I was like, I'm so fucked right now. It's like, I already knew. Um... Man, man, do I dare take the KOD? No, I better not. I'll just take the New Jersey Devils minus 170, or maybe Arch can find better. We'll put those with the Buffalo Sabres and the Memphis Grizzle. That is your DJ and Parley for the day. We're hanging on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But mostly, exclusively, we're right here in the book club. Come in here and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're doing tonight, and when it's all said, done, give us all. Make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.